It's been a good year, a good new beginning. I'm through with the old school, so let's commence the winning. I've been a good little worker bee. I deserve a gold star. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to the Young Heart Podcast. I'm your host, as always, every week or whatever, every episode. Eric Rose here to talk to you. Pop punk, emo, alternative rock. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Scene music. It's gonna get a little. Uh, yeah, we, it's not gonna get that, that different today. But we're we're gonna walk through the decade today. Welcome into the show. Again, I'm your host, Eric Rose. You can follow the show at Young at Heart Pod on Instagram or Twitter. I like Twitter. I use mostly Twitter. You follow the show on either platform, and I would greatly appreciate that. Into the episode, if you have read the title, we're talking about the decade. <clears throat> Who would I be if I didn't talk about a decade of music at the end of 2019? Everyone's doing it. They're doing their decade in lists. I'm sure people are doing their top however many of the decade. And, and here's what I'm going to do today. We're going to walk through my top album for each year throughout the decade to kind of see what was Eric listening to what what, what I'm gonna walk through a few you know highlight a few a handful of albums in the scene that came out into that year I'm gonna kind of run through there's a Wikipedia page that I will link I'll try to link into the description of this if you care but otherwise you can just literally Google pop punk albums and on Instagram there is a or Instagram. Oh my God! On Wikipedia, there's like a page of all the pop punk albums that came out in. Well, it's actually I think it's like every decade since they considered pop punk to be a thing. I don't know. Doesn't matter. I'm gonna run through that list, kind of show highlight what the scene did over the last ten years. It's changed a lot. Um, by the way, it's changed quite a bit. My taste in music has changed over the years and i want to highlight i'm going to try to keep it inside the year of sorts there are a few exceptions where there's an album that i got into maybe a year or two or even a, you know a few years down the line but it stuck with me and it's an album that when i think about that year i just go back to that album i don't know let's get into the list i started this Instead of what I did for the album of the year, the song of the year, where I started off the episode with my runner-up that didn't quite make the list. This time, I actually just started off with my first of the list. We're going to run through the decades, or run through the decade each year. 2010, my favorite album, My Dinosaur Life, by a band called Motion City Soundtrack. This is their third or fourth? Fourth album? Third? Four? I don't really know. A fourth album. So you have I Am The Movie. You have Commit This To Memory. You have Even If It Kills Me and Then My Dinosaur Life. What I consider their most underrated effort. Let's listen to some jams, shall we? That was Worker B, by the way. It was such a great opening track. And it, and it, I thought it was perfect for this episode. It's been a good year, a good new beginning. When you listen, you know, when this will come out... 
you know, before the end of this year, obviously. But when I think about it's been a good, I don't know. It, it seems like it caps off. This did come out in 2010. So I think it was a, hey, we're in a new decade, new year, new beginning. In this situation, uh, think about that for 2020. Everyone always says how uh, this year kicked their ass and the next year will be better. And it never is. It never fucking is. But, you know, it's fun to think that. And in this situation, we had oh, a, a life less ordinary. Come on now. This was just a great like pop punk. This was maybe their most pop punk album. If I, if I had to say, I, I don't really know what that means. Cause, I mean, these, these guys are they're rock, they're, they're pop rock, they're alternative, they're, they're pop, pop punk. They're a little bit of everything. They're back also. But they, so many good jams. My top two favorite, I, I think my top two favorite songs by Motion City Soundtrack. Back to back, her words destroyed my planet. This song bangs, it bangs live. Oh, it's so fun. Let it go. If you haven't, like, checked this album out, by the way, just, like, I'm not kidding, do it. Easily their most underrated, easily their most underrated effort. Oh, no one talks about this stuff. I don't even know if they... I don't even know... I think they like this stuff. I, I just don't... Everyone freaks out about commit, commit this to memory. And then some people... I'm the movie care a little bit, but no one really... I don't know. This song's awesome. And then this song. I think my favorite... It's, t- it's tight between these two. Disappear. This is a I don't know it's close between those two. Which what's my favorite Motion City soundtrack song? It's it's a tight race. But just I, I mean front to back this thing this thing hits hard. I'll, I'll stop the album there. There's more Delirium, History Lesson, Stand Too Close, Pulp Fiction. Just a bunch of sound. It's it's flawless. It's fun. It's catchy. It's got a, it's very upbeat. I don't know. It rocks hard. I, I really enjoyed it. There are some other good albums from that year. Enemy of the World by Four Year Strong was a right up there. Oh, what else came out in 2010? The Wonder Years, The Upsides came out that year. <laughs> what Separates Me From You by Data Remember came out that year. So, you know, some great songs. Some really good I mean, other good albums. Like, don't get me wrong, it wasn't the worst of the, the decade by any means. What, what else do we have about that? Joyce Manor. Self-titled. <sighs> danger, 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 danger days by, by, by my chemical romance. Um, came, came out of here. Um, yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was incorrect. Joyce Mayer self-titled 2011. So I, I was wrong. This is very hard to... It's very hard to discover, but that's kind of what was coming out. I don't know. It was, it was sort of the end of like some of these older bands were were, were wrapping up. If you want to say wrapping up and you know putting some albums out, I, I guess I did remember what separates me from you was sort of, and then you had like that, like the, they're coming into the scene. Um, you know, like this said, the Wonder Years coming hitting the scene. Transit's album, Keep This to Yourself. Uh, I think it was that's their first album, maybe, or their first like 
notable album. So it's kind of an interesting year. Again, my dinosaur life, definitely my favorite. I guess, yeah, Four Year Strong's Enemy of the World, definitely a close second. That album's really, really good. So kind of them and Data Remember. I mean, these are peak albums for these guys. And so I don't know. I good solid year. Solid. I, I think it was a solid, solid year. I don't know. I don't really know what else to say. But 2010 into 2011. What are we doing? What are we doing? What What's it going to be? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's this? What's this band called? Never heard of them. The, the Front Bottoms? Hmm. Interesting. Oh, yeah. One of the best bands. Probably top five favorite bands for me. The Front Bottoms. Yeah, it's top five favorite. Uh, I'm going to say. I'm going to say that. Top 10. Top 10 favorite band of all time. Let's go. Anyway, 2011, the Front Bottoms self-titled album, their debut. They hit the scenes and they came out hot. I don't. They weren't very big at this time. This was their debut release. But boy, was it fun. I say fun. They had some fun songs like Flashlight. This one, Maps. I mean, how can you deny Maps? It's just... Uh, this song stuck out to me the first time I saw them live. I was just getting into them. They were open for saying anything. This was right after the release of Talent of the Hawk. This was 2013, I believe. And man, I've been hooked ever since. I guess it's six years. Six and a half years I've been I've been hooked on these guys. And just this song live was so fun. Always been a fave. I'm bobbing my head and I'm having fun right here. You guys should start doing this. You guys should all start a podcast and just listen to your favorite music during it. You're going to have the best time. And then, my favorite front-bottom song to this day. Come on now. This song is actually bad, but it's my favorite. Like, it's... Like, it might be the worst singing in a track ever. And it's my favorite front bottom song. It's it's fun. It's the fun. Like I admit that the average person may not like this. This is this is gold. This is amazing. I don't know. This is about the song. I love it. If you have not checked out the front bottoms, first first off. Absolutely, fucking lutely do that. I want to have my brother on. It's my goal to have my brother on to talk about this band. I want to. We'll probably each come maybe a compile a top ten front bottoms songs list. We will, you know, just gab about our experience when we drove to Athens, Georgia, to see these guys play Going Gray and and Rose in their entireties. I love this band. My brother actually bought me Talent of the Hawk 
vinyl for Christmas. I don't. I didn't have a record player at the time, but he said, you know, I know you've been wanting to get one, so I thought I'd get you this. I wasn't sure between this and Going Gray. And you know what? He could have got me any of them. I don't care. I love all four of their albums. Relatively equally, I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to think of times on a day for me. Like, like the mood. Like today is a very going, like it's a little cloudy today, a little, little chilly. You know, a little bit of rain expected. Like that's more of a self-titled going gray day. But if you catch you know, a sunny day, I'm driving down the highway. I'm popping Talent of the Hawk or back on top I'm throwing that on, so depends. I did also, by the way, order a record player, and it's going to arrive today. I cannot wait, so ordered a few vinyls. We'll talk about that in a future episode, but anyway, number 20, 2011, that was my favorite jam, 2011, The Wonder Years, Suburbia, I've given you all, and now I'm Nothing came out, what else, Title Fights, Shed was released, the summer set, everything's fine. Man Overboard's self-titled. Very good year for self-titled albums. That was my runner-up, by the way. Mayday Parade's self-titled. Of course, Transit's Listen and Forgive. That was really close. That was actually really close. We are the in-crowd's best intentions. Tonight Alive, what are you so scared of? So these were all very notable records that came out in 2011. What a year, I guess right? I don't really know. 2012. What was my 2012 album of the year? This is, these next three years, folks, are going to tell you a little bit about me. A side of me that you didn't maybe know. Because this is, I I can tell you, you're not, I want you to stop the episode and guess what my favorite album 2012 is. Do some research, look far and wide, take a guess, and there's no way you expected this. Taco Bell commercial, anybody? Come on now. Do, you, do, do people know this? Do my, do my pop punk listeners know what I'm playing right now? I do think the song was in a Taco Bell commercial. By the way, this is, I believe, my least favorite song on the album. So, But I like to start the album. I don't know. Call me crazy. Oh yeah, I see. I say this is my least favorite song on the album. Still a jam. By the way, this is Passion Pit's Gossamer, easily their best album, and it was my favorite album of 2012. Folks, honestly, the bands I've been listing these early, early 2000, early 2010s pop punk, I did, I, I didn't vibe. I didn't vibe with it. Kill Me Now. I'm not that big of a fan of the Wonder Years. Kill Me Now. I'll mention the story so far. They'll come up. I'm okay. I like the story so far. I've seen them in concert. Very good. I've seen them twice. Not my favorite. Neck Deep. Not a big fan. The, the, they call it the Pizza Years. The, the year Pizza and Pop Punk for some reason became like one of the same. I do like Man Overboard quite a bit. That's my jam. They're sort of in that group, but I like them. I like them more than the others. I'm not done talking about Man Overboard, by the way, but Gossamer. In the early 2010s, I was hanging out with my friends, and they listened to a lot of this kind of stuff, like the alt-rock. Alternative rock. Passion Pits, the Matt and Kims. 
a little band called Oberhofer. Love those guys. So it's more like the alt scene, but I think that people who like pop punk can should be able to get on board with this kind of stuff. Like this is, oh yeah, come on now. This is just like it's fun, groovy, dancey, like just fun music. I don't know. But this is this was my college years. I, I don't know. I was just in college parties with my friends. This is kind of music they were playing, and I, and I, I, I jammed. I was pretty much listening to this and a lot of 2000s pop punk, just like retro days, which I honestly don't do a whole lot of anymore. I don't know. I, I'll, I'll, every once in a while, I'll go back to like 2000s pop punk stuff. Like that, I mean, I, I, that's why I like pop punk now is because that was what I listened to in the 2010s. Oh, yeah. I'll cut it, though. Wake Gossamer, bye. But if you haven't checked these guys out, really enjoy their first two albums, Make Light and Gossamer. Uh, I don't know. I guess I don't listen to kind of music anymore, so I really didn't get too much into their later stuff. But I don't know. I still jam the heck out of Make Light and Gossamer. If they ever did a 10-year reunion tour of those albums, I'd I'd go to that in a heartbeat. So very much so enjoyed Gossamer. What else came out in 2012? I won't leave you hanging See, this year saw this year was horrid. Uh, so Billy Talents, Dead Silence, Set It Off, Cinematics, Offsprings, Days Go By, uh, Uno Dos Trace, Trace by Green Day, uh, Story So Far Is What You Don't See, Modern Baseball Sports, that was actually the runner-up, Paramore's Self-Titled, Nope, Nope, Shit, Fuck, Burp, 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 burp. Back, 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 back it up. I'm wrong. Uh, All-time all lows, don't panic. This, this year sucked. I mean, 2012 was horrid. It was it was morbidly bad in pop punk. Um, yeah, not good. Not good. Uh, actually, and... Ooh, I was wrong about the story so far as well. 2012 was bad. This is a horrible year. Wow. So no, so no story so far and no Paramore self-titled... Sports by Modern Baseball. Again, that was my runner-up of that year. That did actually come out in 2012. That's all I'll say. We'll talk about them at some point in time again. But 2013, that was a... For every bad year, and we're going to talk about other bad years in music, there's actually only one more year that's even close to as bad as, as 2012 was. And there, there's, I don't believe, a year as bad as 2012. Well, for every bad year, that becomes a good year. And a year where an, al- an album that's going to change the game comes out. And this album, folks, has changed a lot. If you don't know this, then I don't know where you stand. Do you stand? Have you heard of Stan? Do you? Do you know this? Maybe this will... Oh. Vessel by 21 Pilots. Their best album. A game-changing effort. Oh. oh, by the way, if you were to argue and say, no, it's not their best album, and then tell me... Honestly, if you tell me this isn't their best album, you're like, I'm just not going to hear you out. Like, it's not going to happen. 
Like, I'm not going to really take you seriously. Like, why? Because here's what you're going to do. You're going to be one of two people. You're going to be the person that tells me their best album is, like, Trench or... What the hell was the other one? I don't even know. Does it mad blurry face? Or you're going to sit there and be like, no, it's actually regional the best. You've never heard it because you're not a real stand of 21. See, you either go you go in either direction. If, that, if you tell me, if you sit there and tell me that those can't be the most, this isn't their best, and you are only going to tell me something that's going to make me hate you. So don't even try. Don't try. And you know, everyone's got different tastes. Some people like, some people don't even like their new stuff. I actually still like the new stuff. I like the old stuff. I like all of it. I like everything they've done. Some people, they either only like, they kind of like Vessel and they like the stuff they did afterwards. Or they're the opposite. They're the bitter old people who think, hey, at least I know this album and this album. You don't even know this album. And fuck, listen, can we just agree this is a great band? It has changed music. Uh, they've, cha- they've, they've changed music. At least they've made it to where this kind of stuff can be mainstream. And I, and I, I like that. I don't care. Like, I don't, people get mad because now they're massive and, and yeah, I, I don't know that I'll see them again, like anytime soon, but I still really, really like those guys. Other things that came out this year was a good year. Like I said, it's Paramore self-titled. The story so far is what you don't see. Another great album. Citizens Youth. What else? Tonight Alive's the other side. Saves the day, self-titled, Common Courtesy by a Day to Remember? Man Overboard's Heart Attack? What was my runner-up? I don't even know. State Champs, The Finer Things. That, that That's probably runner-up. That's that's really good. Hoser by Seaway. Nick Deep's Wishful Thinking. I did just say that I'm not that big of a... Nope. Ah, nope. See, this... I fucking hate. If you guys go to this Wikipedia page, the, the the line that separates the year is like invisible. So it's hard to see. May Day parades, monsters in the closet. There's all good kinds of good stuff. This is a great year. The Wonder Years, the greatest generation. Like I said, not that. Their best album. No doubt. So it was a good year. Some big bands coming into the fold like State Champs. They remember continuing their legacy with Common Courtesy. Man Overboard's Heart Attack. I enjoyed it. People don't like that, by the way. Uh, Wonder Years putting out their best album, like I said, The Greatest Generation. And then you get a band like 21 Pilots. Just transcends music. I want to say, did this mystery band release an album that year? I love, by the way, we're going to talk a little bit about this mystery band at some point in time. What came out that year? Mm, no, they didn't. 2014 they did. Throw Me in the River. I just, I don't want that band to go untalked about. Because that was actually my, my runner-up for 2014. But my favorite album in the hearts of mine and maybe a few others. This will be my last non-punk, pop-punk album, I think. This will be my last album that you're going to be like, dude. Like, what the fuck is this podcast? Like, I thought, this was, I, thought I came here for pop-punk jams. Do you know this album yet? If I turn it up, will you know? I don't think you know it. Oh, come on now. You know this. Let's do it. 
Give it a minute. So good. Oh. Bleachers, Strange Desire. This album meant a lot. It means a lot to me. This album means so, so much to me, folks. It, I, my friend showed me this album. And this band. And I saw them live. And I thought, I'm in love. I'm, I'm literally in love with Jack Antonoff and his musical stylings. I'm such a big fan of this band and this artist and this song and this album everything i love this this album it just means a lot to me i'm a really big fan here strange desire by bleachers it's my album of the year in 2014 i don't know what to say it's alternative rock it's my kind of my my ending phase in alternative rock and i'll talk a little bit about kind of what got me back into the scene in 2015 but 2014 I was here jamming Strange Desire, Roller Coaster So Good. Actually, this little jam, this little beauty of a song. This was my first dance in my wedding. This was this was my first dance song in my wedding, Wake Me. So this song will always have a special place in this man's heart. This was just, this song, not very long, felt pretty long that day. <laughs> if you've ever been married, you understand the first dance. Everyone's looking at you. It lasts a long time. But, it, you know, special song to me, obviously. It just made sense for the two of us. We both, me and my wife love this album. I, I think I bought it for her for one of her birthdays. It was like in one of her birthday presents or something. I just thought I'd buy her this album. She had a CD player in her car. And, and we would always listen to this song on road trips. Just because she had a CD player and didn't have an aux port for a while. So, during the college years, I say during the college years, this is like the year I graduated. This is the year this came out. But during, during like that year and then maybe the year after, if we did road trips together, we jam this album. So, it means a lot to me. I do really love this album. I like Bleachers. I'll stop playing my first dance tune. And I'll tell you about some other albums that came out in the year 2014 in the pop punk community. Real friends, maybe this place is the same. And we're just changing. I believe that might have been my runner-up for the year. I've already mentioned, but I was incorrect. Ne- neck deeps wishful thinking. Set it off's duality. Trophy eyes. Mend. Move on. Such gold's the new sidewalk. What else came out um, that year? It was kind of a shit year. Oh, my. This is not a good year. I did mention my runner-up to be... What did I mention my runner-up was going to be? Oh, yes. Mystery Band. What the hell was the album? Oh, my goodness. It's Mystery Band... Oh my goodness. I hate me. Throw me in the river. Of course. Throw me in the river by Smith's Reband is my runner up for that year. But yeah, not a very good year of music. I think I'm discovering, which is which is a little sad. Not, not a very good year in the, in, in the tunes. So on to 2015. And folks, this was a big year. This, this is a very mo- monumental year for me in music. This actually was a pretty good year. 
pretty good amount of, of good music was created in the year 2015. It was kind of the year that I got back into pop punk of sorts. I moved to Omaha, Nebraska. I was on my own. And I had really nothing to turn to but music. And music came through, particularly this album and this band. Really did a lot for me in 2015. And they don't, they'll never know that. Of course they'll never know that. Man Overboard. Heavy love. Is it their best album? Can I sit you and stare you in the face and tell you this, this is their greatest album? I can't. I absolutely know I can't. Can I tell you that this is the this song was made to be played at Warped Tour? I, I can confirm that. It was the only time I've ever seen them. I don't know that I told this story. But I loved this band. I loved this band a lot, actually, that year. I got really into Man Overboard. They were on a tour with Seaway. was the, the main open... The first... the. This was a crazy tour. This was a Bayside headliner with Senses Fail, Man Overboard, and Seaway, which is just crazy. I can't even wrap my fucking head around that. It, it was awesome. A little less awesome for me. And, and fuck me. Fuck me hard. So I lived in Omaha. This tour was in Lawrence, Kansas, which is basically Kansas City. A little on the Kansas side. It's where KU is. I made the drive. I drove all the way to see these guys play. Because I liked... Well, I drove... Okay, so I drove all the way. I, I Not to see these guys. I liked Seaway. I loved Seaway. I had been in Seaway a little bit. I liked Census Fail. I was kind of getting back into Census Fail at the time. And then I liked Bayside quite a bit. I, I, was, I was pretty good into Bayside for the last... A uh, few years, so you know, I, it made sense. So then I got into Man Overboard. I was like, oh, I'll give these guys a shot. I've, I've, I've seen their name a lot. So I check out this band called Man Overboard. I get into their older stuff, and I'm loving it. I'm loving Self Titled. I'm loving Heart Attack. I'm loving Real Talk. And I'm just like, man, these guys are really good. These guys are fucking really good. Got into them, fell in love with them. Emergency in the family of one of the band members. He couldn't make it. So then they didn't, and it was a, a, a band member that they needed. I believe it was Nick. There, yeah, it was Nick. I didn't. I don't know why I wanted to keep it, it secret. It was like I mean, it was out there on the internet. But Nick had a family emergency or something. He is one of their vocalists and guitarists. He's he's one of he's one of their. They have two guys who do vocals and guitars. He's one of them. He couldn't make it. So then what they ended up doing was doing, they have like a, a co- everyone but him. And maybe, isn't like some like cover band of, what the hell is their name? I don't know. Some, some sort of heavy band. And then they just did that set, which was fine. But I was like, you know, this could have been like, this show could have been the greatest show I've ever been to in my life if it were, if Man Overboard had played instead of, you know, whatever the, band they were doing was it the misfits or something it's something like that a cover band of some kind of like punk or some heavier heavier side of things it doesn't matter so i couldn't see them then they come to warp tour they're on warp tour i go in kansas to warp tour 
I'm very, very excited. I'm in line. I'm waiting. I brought like 10 bucks with me. It was 10 bucks to park. So, so then it left me with no money. I was like, shit. I thought I was going to have that 10 bucks to like be able to buy like a drink and a, a map of the place. Never been here before, by the way. Been to Warped Tour. Never had been to this particular part of Warped Tour. So anyway, here I am walking around. I'm waiting in line. At Warp Tour, drove all this way. And honest to God, I wanted to see Man Overboard real bad. I was super into Heavy Love at the time. And I wanted to see them. They really got me back into the scene. Kind of. It was I'll say it was you know what? It was a mixed combo of them, four years strong, and transit. I'll, you know, I'm gonna get into an episode of how I got back into the scene. I think I might have even talked about it a little bit. But they really, really got me back to like to where I was just so in love with like scene music again, and I do think scene music changed and got better in tw- you know starting in 2015, moving into 2016. We'll get into that anyway. <laughs> to cut off my way too long of a story and make it a little bit shorter, I get there. I'm looking at my Twitter. They're like, we're on first. I was like, God fucking damn it. I have no idea where I'm going. They're on immediately. Am I going to get in in time? I'm going to cry if I can't see them. I jet. I'm running through the venue. Where's the stage? I have no idea. I run. I run up to someone with a map. I said, can I have that map? I didn't have it. I didn't have a dollar to spend on a map of the place. And the, I believe the thing that had the, Instead of being in the very front, like every other fucking warp tour, at least the ones I've been to, the map and schedule was in like the back, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I'll say that. It really doesn't make too much sense to me. But that's where it was, and I don't know. I get there, I tell this guy, Abba, give me like I need to see this. So I catch the map. Run back, barely catch Man Overboard set, and I had a hoot of a time. I got there literally just in time. I got there right about as they were going on. Like uh, I got there with like a minute to spare, and I had a wonderful time. And I love Man Overboard, and I just hope that they know that. So, long story long, what else came out that year? As is never happy ever after. Four Year Strong's self-titled. Neck Deep's Life's Not Out to Get You, Wonder Years No Closer to Heaven, Motion City Soundtracks, Panic Stations, maybe that's their most underrated album, that's actually a fantastic album, Hit the Lights, Summer Bones, Fall Boys, American Beauty, American Psycho, um, oh, yep, okay, uh, Around the World and Back by State Chomps. And five sauce sounds good, feels good. Seaway's colorblind, so actually a solid year, solid year. A tra- was Transit out of there? That's bull fucking shit. When did Transit's albums come out? God damn it! I think that was that was or was it twenty fifth fourteen? When did Joyride came out in twenty fourteen? I skipped over that. Young New England 2013. See, this is a bad... See, that's what I don't like about this list. It doesn't have everything on there, so... Oh! Here we are. Actually, a lot of good albums on this list, but this list... 
2016. I would say the album that I'm about to give you is my maybe one of the most special albums to me in life. Oh, back on top, by the way, runner up. Back on top by Front Bottoms, runner up for 2015. I'm not currently crying. Are you ready? You're not fucking ready, by the way. Come on. Are you are you fucking serious? If you don't like this, get the fuck out of my podcast. Go fuck yourself. That's my thoughts. That's how much I'm defensive about this album. This album is I don't know, 25 28 minutes of literal, I don't know, perfection. Now, again, you sit here and ask me, is this their greatest album? Actually, you know what? It is, by the way. It is. But this is so underrated. Everyone freaks out about, you're not going to miss it all. Or you're going to miss it all? Oh my God, you're going to miss it all. And people forget about sports a little bit. And this was their last album, and you know what? I hope they don't do what My Chemical Romance does. I hope, I hope Modern Baseball doesn't come back. You know why? Because what a fucking legacy that they've left with a, a short three-album career, and they didn't come out with one bad song. They had a, a couple EPs there in the mix. What's what song was I? What song I have? I'm, I'm gonna show you. The, this is a song that, honestly, it builds. This is the perfect song of build. Like this, just hiding. Did I? Oh my God! I did not introduce this album. This is Holy Ghost by Modern Baseball. <laughs> Holy shit. 2016, my favorite album, and in my top five of all time, Holy Ghost by Modern Baseball. Anyway, we were listening to the very beginning Holy Ghost the title track, which intros into the two wedding singers. Hiding... Hiding's like my sneaky favorite. It's not my favorite song on the album because my favorite song of all time is on this album. So it's not my favorite song on the album, but it's it's like a sneaky, I don't think about it much until I listen to it. And it's one that just starts off kind of doing this thing. And then at the end, it gets so, it like builds, builds, builds. And then it has you just dancing and going crazy. And you're just like, what happened? I, I don't know. And then my greatest, my favorite song of all time is on this album. And it will never not be my greatest, my my greatest, my favorite song of all time. And honestly, if you don't vibe with this, I don't know how you fit into the scene. Also, if you've never checked out Modern Baseball in your life, my very um, <laughs> oh, I just just gonna quickly. My first episode I did was on them. 
The reason I started this podcast was because of them. The name of this podcast came from a lyric from their song. So they mean a lot to me. Well, okay. They mean a lot to me. Top 10 favorite band of all time. I'm so thankful I got to see them twice live. I'm so thankful I got to see this song played live. If I saw it played live again, I would cry. This song has meant more to me. It's my favorite song of all time. I don't want, you know what, if you've never heard the song, I'm going to end it right now. Listen to Just Another Face by Modern Baseball, and that's all I'll say. I would I would play this song. I would play this album a lot. I was running a lot in 2016. I became a runner, I think in 2016. 2015, I became a runner. I consider that to be the year I became a runner. But I was running. I'd moved home to St. Louis from Omaha. I was listening to a lot of modern baseball. I had a friend that got me into modern baseball. They'd open for Say Anything, so I was jamming to them, and my friend liked them, so I was like, I'm going to listen to them a little bit more, and then I was like, I'm in love. I'm absolutely in love. And I fell in love with Holy Ghost that came out in the spring of 2016. I was listening to a lot of it, and I would run, and Just Another Face was the last song on the album, and I would save it for the very end, and I have, I literally still, to this day, when I run at the place that I run, which actually is the place I got married, very emotional place for me, very, means a lot to me, this place. By my house. They have a three and a half mile loop. I get to this exact place that I know if I put on this song, it will more or less take me to the end. I'm a little faster. I'm faster now than I was before. So I actually got to put it on a little bit earlier if I want to. I kind of just still put it on. And it just, I don't know. This song is just another face. I could, I could, I don't know. That's all I'll say. So, Holy Ghost. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. Easily, easily, easily. Like, number two can go fuck itself. That's how easily this, that song was my favorite song. Or, that album was my favorite album of the year. But, other albums that came out. Youth Authority by Good Charlotte. Better Weather by, with confidence. Nothing I Write You Can Change What You've Been Through by Trash Boat. As this is okay. 13 Voices by Sum 41, Radio Evolution Radio, Yellow Card self-titled album, Blink-182's Kelly 4 and I A. Yep. Those are the albums that came out that year. And you know what? This is actually a big year for, now that I'm looking at it, Trash Boat jumps into the scene, With Confidence jumps into the scene, Modern Baseball leaves the scene. Some 41 comes back into the scene. Good Charlotte coming back into the scene. Yellow Card's leaving the scene. Hmm. Chemical Miracle by Trophy Eyes? Is that right? Water Park's Double Dare? Is this the greatest? Is this the most, one of the biggest years in pop punk history? I think it might be. I think it might be. It's it's up there. So, wow, that's a, that's a short list of albums. And I, I more or less named every album on this list. And holy crap. Does it does it hold up pretty well? Wow. Okay. Oh, okay. And now, but you know, and 2016 laid the foundation for 2017 to be what I consider the greatest year 
in the scene of the decade. We'll talk about that. And here we are with my favorite album of all time. By the way, American Candy up there in 2015. I forgot to mention that. If you don't know the song, an album, fuck you, it's the main. This was the greatest year ever for music. Just saying. Oh, you got me singing. Come on now, the main. What are you doing? Oh, don't make me cry. If anyone, if it, by the way, this is just going to be. I'm, I'm looking for the vinyl now that I'm getting a record. Now that I have a record player, I'm getting into vinyl. I need this vinyl. I'm I'm so far behind. I know. I had my chance. I missed it. Lovely little lonely by a band called The Main. Such a good album. Basically, the perfect album. There's not one second on this that's not. Wants some. Uh, I don't know. This is the greatest album of all time. It's my favorite. Okay. <laughs> and I know, like you know, people who are critical of music might think this is my favorite album of all time the main is probably my favorite band of all time they've done no wrong i love them i want to hug them i love them so yeah this album is fantastic it's perfect from front to back i don't know it yeah I don't even really know how to explain it. This was a very good year, though, in pop punk, by the way. This was the greatest year of pop punk ever. Seaway's Vacation. You had an album that I listened to today while I was running. Grayscale's Adornment. Waterparks Entertainment. Nope, nope. Fuck. That was 2018. What? Was it? That was. How about that? Sleep On It's Over Exposed, which I think was my runner-up. No, Seaway's Vacation was runner-up. Number three would have been Sleep On It's Overexposed. Don't forget, I mentioned this band. Don't forget it. This mystery band. They had an album that come out that year. Holy shit. Why is it blanking on me? The name of the album. Oh my God. I hate me more scared of you than you are of me. The Ozzy Band. Love them. Broadside's Paradise, Neck Deep's Peace in the Panic. That actually did come out in 2017. What else came out? Knuckle Puck's Shape Shifter. Come on now. Will you stop? Will you fucking stop? Wait a minute. Did As It Is Okay come out in 2017 or 2016? Folks, I don't fucking know. You know, I give up. I give good goddamn up. Regardless, what a year. Remo Drive's greatest hits. It just, honestly, so many good albums that if they came out in a different year, it would have been my favorite album that year. Maybe not so many, but you know. 
close. Uh, this was a big year for pop punk. Bands like Sleep, like a band like Sleep on It's coming into the scene. Knuckle Puck puts out a great effort. Seaway's greatest effort yet to date. Grayscale jumps in. Some people consider their best album. It's not my. I actually think I like. I think I like Nelavita more, but a lot of people like Adornment a lot. Yeah, I sleep on. Yeah, it, what a year! Remo Drive jumps into the scene. It's just, you know, what a great year. And with every great year, folks, comes a year that sucks massive buttholes. And 2018 didn't suck massive buttholes per se, but I don't know, it wasn't that good. But you know what was good? Oh, come on now. Where you are. That was horrible. Oh, I love that. Oh, come on. If you don't like aforementioned, then you don't like music. Oh, I love this album. Bearings, Flew in the Dark. It was not, by the way, I did a 2018 top 10 albums list. This was not number one. And I'll be honest, I was back and forth between this and the Great Depression by As It Is and State Champs album Living Proof. It's tough. It's close. Close call. Very close. This one. This one. This is the one I still come back to. That's kind of the decision maker. The other album is very good. Inspired me by Like Pacific, The American Dream by Trophy Eyes, Love and Loathing by With Confidence. These are actually all really, really good albums. So I'm not like 2018 was pretty good too. Don't get like don't even get me wrong. Like these are all solid, really good albums. Real Friends, Composure. So like, what am I complaining about? What am I sitting there bitching for? I don't know. What am I complaining about then? I don't know. It's a good year. It's not the worst year. Not really even close now that I think about it. But none of these are, I don't know, standout albums. They're all just really good. Like the top 10 are just like really good. My top 10. My top 12 really good albums. And then it kind of, I don't know, I don't say it dies off. Raging the Full Effects, 41 was pretty good. Census Fails, new album. What the fuck? If there's light, it will find you. These are good albums. Like, the, you know, Hot Mulligan. Oh my god. Do I really not know the name of Hot Mulligan's album off the top of my dome? Pilot. Yes. Holy shit, I'm, I don't know, folks. It's good music. Really good music came out this year, in this year. But yeah, I don't know. Like, between like when you think about like "Love Little Lonely" <coughs> and "Vacation," some of these albums like "Sleep," the albums that came out in twenty seventeen, just so much just amazingness. And I feel like twenty eighteen was just kind of like, all right, Real Friends does their best album in a while. With Confidence puts out their best album. As It Is puts out their best album. But I still think we can get more. I don't know. I don't know. What am I complaining about? It was a good year. I don't know. 
I got problems. And I'm going to go ahead and play it. You know what my favorite album of 2019 was. If you don't know, what the fuck are you doing here? Get back to it. You're not done yet. We're not done yet. But let's do it anyway. Are you crying? I'm not. I'll never forget all the days you and I would race down dead ends. Okay. Obviously, we all know 2019. It's been an amazing year for music. There's been so many, so many good albums. Just check out my best, my top, my favorite, my favorite album about Pride and Disaster Wrestling Bonnet with a bullet. My favorite album. By the way, my top, no, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to announce this. My top five has changed. Number one is Sleep On It's Pride and Disaster. Number two is actually You're Okay by The Main Now. I've changed my mind. Number three is actually Grayscales, Nella Vida. My four is, in her own words, I Hate My Steady Glow. And number five is Fake Blood by Heart Attack Man. That's it. We're cutting it off. I just wanted to say my top five kind of changed a little bit. And I think I even said maybe that it depends on the day that there will be some fluctuation. Well, today I'm a little feeling like a little pop. I'm feeling like a little pop machine. So it doesn't matter. Regardless, still number one, Pride and Disaster. I sleep on it. This album means so much to me. If you want to hear me talk about it in further depth, either, I don't know, my album review of it, months back or well, what I would go to first would be my most recent episode before this which was my top 10 albums of the year so and I'll do the top 20 songs of 2019 I talk a little bit about the year of music it was an amazing year it was an amazing year for music and I'm so thankful for that I don't feel like 2019 kicked my ass I feel like 2019 was a good year for me and I do look forward to 2020 and all the adventures it has the new music that will be coming out we know we got some good stuff coming. I'm hopeful and I'm thankful. So I hope you guys are too. I hope you're doing well. I really do. I hope you enjoyed this episode. What was your 2010s like, honestly? I'd, I'd be curious. Let me know if you got a favorite album of each decade. That I'd, I'd be interested to see that. If you wanted to hit me up on Twitter, you can either DM me or at me, at Young and Heart Pod on there. You can DM me on Instagram if you want, at Young and Heart Pod. And if you give me your favorite album of each year for the decade, I'll read it on the podcast. If you want to do the work, some people were doing like top, I don't know. I'm sure there are people who did top 100 albums of the decade. No, I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. It was hard enough to figure out what my favorite album of each year was without having to order the rest. And that's all I was going to do. So I thought this was fun. Obviously... You know, I was into the, the, you know, my dinosaur live motion city soundtrack. I was into the more pop. I was still doing some pop punk stuff in the late twenty, late two thousands, late double zeros, heading into the twenty tens. Got a little alt rock e there towards the beginning uh, into twenty fourteen, and then pop punk led me through the decade the rest of the year the rest of the years and here we are so very excited to share for you guys if i had to say anything it's check out love a little lonely holy ghost good god two of my favorite albums of all time came out this decade 
And that's exciting. That's very exciting. Two of my top three. I'd say between Love of the Lonely, Holy Ghost, you know, I'm going to cut it off. I will at some point do my top 10 favorite albums of all time. Eventually. I don't know. Eventually. We'll get there. So I don't want to spoil Order or any other albums that might be in there. Like I've said, oh, let's do some. So best year music, that award goes to 2017. I give 2013, 2019 runner-ups. Worst year music, bar none, 2010 was pretty bad. Uh, I'd say 2012, um, probably 2014. Probably, probably the the next worst. I don't know. Twenty sixteen, and eh, we're not that great either. I don't know. Best year music easily twenty seventeen, worst twenty ten, twenty nineteen not too bad itself. So I don't know. That's my awards. Let me know what you think. I don't know. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I do greatly appreciate anyone who listens. I cannot be thankful enough that anyone even listens to this name thing. I don't know. It's it's been a, it's been fun doing this podcast. I'm going to continue to do it into the new year. I'm going to kickstart 2020 with a episode catching everyone up on what the heck has been going on in the pop punk community. What have I? What has been missed? In case you've you know, I just just kind of wrapping up all the all the early tours and the new music that's come out and that is coming out. Kind of going to do a rapid fire, get everything out, catch everyone up so we can move forward into 2020 with more artist spotlights, more newsy episodes, more fun. I don't know. Let me know if you have any ideas for the podcast in 2020. I do hope you have a safe and happy new year. And just thank you. I just cannot thank you enough. They just think we are young with broken hearts stomping around every day. So let's stomp around breaking. Young at heart all the way. Happy New Year, folks.